episode 374 on Monday the 11th of January. I'm guessing that because we're not, we, it's not even New Year yet. Um, so there's a story to tell before I get into this week's In My Mug. I set off with two coffees to record two In My Mugs while I'm away and then realised I'm actually away for three weeks. Oh, yeah, because I'm an idiot. So um, Ali has very kindly supplied us with some coffee that is going to be the In My Mug for this week. So we actually can do one, which is kind of good. Um, I, I think these dudes know you by now, but I guess we sh you should introduce yourself. And hey guys, uh, so Alejandro from Think Argentina, at Think Argentina with you today. That's the first time we've done one here, isn't it? I think it is the first yeah. time. Yeah. He's normally in the studio looking uncomfortable. I am. Wrapped up in many jumpers. Because it's um, normally cold. Well, yeah, a little bit, I guess. <laughs> Not like here, where it's... It's comfortable and nice. And it's warm. not comfortable, it's boiling. It's boiling, boiling hot. Um, so, I've been buying from Ali now for four years? Five, Five years? Yeah. Well, no, I'm not buying any this year. I've not told you. Ew. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Five years this year. Um, and it's kind of cool the way that we, we kind of met. And I'm sure some people know the story because I harp on about it a lot, but save me talking because I've got a sore throat. Tell about how we met and how So uh, we sent a sample to Steve of our coffee randomly and because he is the kind of person that will try anything. So he tried it and he thought, this is good coffee, it's not bad. So we got in touch and then he visited the farm on a really quick trip and, and one hour here. And I seem to remember you picking me up from a hotel lobby at like, like 4 a.m. or something like that. It was like 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only had like a couple of hours. so. We managed to get here, saw the farm, um, we got along great, and we've developed a relationship where we've done a lot of projects here, um, we've shared a lot of ideas. Um, he doesn't believe in a lot of things that I'm doing, but I need to show him that it actually works, so we'll see how that goes in a few years. So, you may remember the t-shirts we had uh, last year with the gnomes on them. Ali believes that gnomes are making his coffee better. <laughs> And the, the and don't gnome. believe on the gnomes. And, and, and no. who's pushing the flowers up? Is, is that the gnomes? According to the biodynamic people, the gnomes push the plants up. So, yeah. so, so what we are doing is we're starting to do our fertilizer on the farm for foliar spraying. We're doing composting. Um, we're, um, I don't know, we're getting minerals that we're incorporating into the soil we're looking into a lot of permaculture initiatives and things like that so so i think it's time to call you out um, do you want to tell the good people who sent you money in, in like good faith um, that you've told them a lie about so you said to me last year we'd love to get the pulp back on the farm steve is there any way we can do that and we're like we could sell some lip balm to our lovely customers who are watching there and that money would go towards bringing that pulp back up and they all thought that's a good idea, I'd like to do that. So do you want to like say anything to the people you've lied to? No, so um, <laughs> so we're doing compost, you know, and bokashi, right? And in order to do that, we, we you need an area that's roofed so that you, you can maintain the humidity level that you, you start with and control it. And that's shaded so the sun doesn't screw you up or the rain screw you up. So, um, and then working with coffee pulp for composting is a challenge. And because we've had some experience with it in the past and it was kind of difficult. So we decided instead of doing it with coffee pulp, we're gonna do with um, chicken droppings. Is that the proper word? 
for your audience? It is, yeah, because we are we are a child rated. I don't know why, but on yeah. iTunes we are child rated. So we're doing for some reason. chicken droppings. Attitude. We're, we're going to use chicken droppings with coming wet, and that provides the nitrogen into the compost. And for the carbon piece, instead of using pulp that is also wet, and it will make it very hard for us to control the humidity, we're going to use coffee parchment and rice parchment as well. So um, we use the money that Steve uh, helped. You guys pay. Oh, you guys pay because of the lip balm. But we use, we use that for the area that we needed for processing. And Steve, I'm sure you're going to incorporate some pictures in it. Do you know, if, if the guys who, because I'm not editing it because I'm away, if the guys who are editing okay. it for me, go to my Instagram page, there'll be an Instagram picture of it they can put up. All so right, so my Insta and you can also follow me on Instagram and Ali on Instagram yep. at Thinker Argentina, Correct. and that has been. So the, the picture of the composting area is already there. We're going to have people full-time working there. We have two people that are going to be year-round just coming out with compost. And we're going to be, we expect to put about three tons of compost per manzana. And we're looking at about 60 uh, tons for this year of compost. Uh, about 20 manzanas we're going to be applying that in. I think that's the closest we're going to get to an apology, guys, about him robbing our money from us and spending it in inappropriate ways. No, it's a great idea. I mean, I'm being mean to you again because it's so much fun being mean to you. But um, I, I actually, I actually think over the next twelve months, two years, the big talking topic we've producing is compost. I really mm -hmm. do. I'm hearing so many people talking about feeding the soil and how important the yeah. soil is. It's a real hot topic, and I think it's only going to get bigger. I mean, you've been talking about it for a couple of years, the biocharring that you've been doing for a while, right. um, and, and all of these things. And I think, yeah, no, I think it's a really good idea. I think it can, it, it certainly can't hurt. Like, you know, right. feeding the soil doesn't sound like a bad thing to me, unless you feed it poison. Don't feed it poison, will you? I will not. No. no. So we separate it, every, because we're slowly transitioning the farm into more of a sustainable organic approach. Um, Basically, we're starting with the new new areas that we are we have replanted. We're doing organic, and we're still adding fertilizer. No pesticides whatsoever. No fungicides. No herbicides. Um, no pesticides at all. But we're still applying fertilizer, and the whole idea is to start with those. The other part of the farm, we're still managing that area traditionally. So everything that's chemical, pesticide, fertilizer, we move to an area over there. So we separated from all the organic things that we're doing, which actually we're doing down there. So it's filled with barrels and cow dung and... It smells and, disgusting, by the way. Oh, it smells beautiful for an organic oh, farmer. It's heaven. Horrible. But he doesn't like it. So um, we should talk about this week's coffee a little bit more. So this is, we have lots of coffees from you, from lots of tablons. Mm -hmm. And you have a particular tablon that has catimor on it. Correct. So... Uh, I think it would be fair to say that Catimore is not very popular, tends to be with coffee buyers. Uh, like, why is that? Uh, I think there's a, there are a lot of bad Catimores, so they get a bad rep. And, um, and I thought the same myself, the Catimores are awful. It's just, it's, it just produces well, but it's an awful cup and an awful coffee. And Steve, at one point, like three years ago, said like, Oh, you had Catimore there? Can you just please separate it? And we cupped it and actually it tasted really well. And we're like, it's so weird. Yeah. And there's so many vari varieties of Catimores. I have no idea which one I have, to be honest. But 
It may be one that for this area and for this climate, it just works perfectly. Well, this is the thing is, I don't think there's such a thing as a bad varietal. There's a bad place for a varietal to live. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that the thing is, is you can, if you find the right place for it, like we've seen two of with this mm -hmm. one, I mean, we cooked some catimores today that weren't so yeah, good. Yeah, they were not that good. And, you know, it, it's a new place where they were put, and maybe it's just not mm -hmm. suited to that. But, um, so what is a catimore? What is, what is, what is the difference? Oh, so catimore is a timer hybrid with a katura. Yeah. So that's basically a catimore, but they try different strains and different, from different parents. It's just... And what, why, why would you use that particularly? And the best thing, and it's interesting because for me it's great that it is resistant to leaf rust. And yeah. that's sort of what it's known for. And I was visiting another farm from a friend called Luis Rodriguez that Steve also buys from. San Jose, um, and what's the, um, uh, La Gloria, and yeah. So he had all these catimors, and I'm like, okay, so you have catimors, how, how are they? And he's like, hey, them. Because they don't get rust, but they get another disease in that area because there, it's more, there's more humidity there. And that disease is even worse than leaf rust. It's ojo de gallo. And we don't have that here, so for us, the catimors here, here were great. So. I don't know, it's a funny story, yeah. uh, but um, um, they, 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 they were coping great um, because they don't get leaf rust, they're able to work better in terms of photosynthesis and obtaining nutrients from the soil, so uh, the bean turns out uh, okay. And then the other thing that we notice is we pick the bourbon at a certain color, but with the catimore you gotta let it ripe a little bit more like the color is not the right indicator and it's the last coffee that we harvest here here at the farm so it's very ripe when we pick it and which tablet is it from from fincona one fincona one which is no. just no it's that way that way yeah that way so um i think that's enough information about the coffee um it's a special guest appearance this week because roland's obviously not here because i wouldn't bring him to el salvador because okay. he's a clown so it's time for ali's dash fact of the week So this is the daft fact of the week, and it's about Finca Argentina. And the house that we're in right now, or out, I guess, we're on the terrace, but this house is over a hundred years old, and it's made out, out of adobe, and trust me, it looks like a hundred years old. And uh, it's in, we want to tear it down at some point, but we're still torn, we don't know, it's old. But it's old. We'll, we'll probably end up sending him some money and he'll tear it down with that, saying it's for something else. No, no. Okay, so that's the Daft Fact of the Week. At last, a Daft Fact that isn't complete nonsense like Gloom always comes up with. Um, so now it's time for the map bit, yeah? and I guess we'll be coming down onto the house somewhere, because I'm, I'm seem to remember the map bit zooms onto the house. I think here, so zooms where we're going to zoom down to is where I am. But I'm also joined this time with Ali because he's come on the mic. Say hello, Ali. Hey, hello, guys. So we're going up, up, up and away. And um, that's England. England. Inglaterra, yes. Inglaterra. Si. Um, so here we are in Central America. A um, lot of coffees from Central America and an awful lot from El Salvador. Um, we kind of have a whole spine of coffees in El Salvador. And I'm going to hand you over now to Ali to tell you about this bit. So, so we're zooming in in El Salvador, as you can see. 
And um, yeah, it is known as the land of the volcanoes. That's what Cuscatlan actually means, is the valley of the hammocks because it shakes so much. Uh, now we're zooming into the west part of the country and you can see uh, Finca Argentina up there. Uh, we're starting to zoom in. It's in Apanecalamatepec range. And, um, that's and that's the actual right house there, isn't it? So you can. Yeah. It was obviously a clear day when Google Earth came to town. True. Um, that big patch you see there is the geothermal, um, I guess, perforations that they did on the farm. So that was the bit that you were saying that they you mm -hmm. sold to the geothermic com company. Yeah. Uh, yeah is that Guatemala it. in the distance? And in the back, you see Guatemala, the yellow line to the left. That would be Guatemala. And taking Steve to see some farms on the right side of that this year. Fantastic. I can't wait. It's a part of the country I've never been to, so it's kind of get, good to get a little bit. And now we can see the, how close the Pacific Ocean is really to the farm, but we're at, what, 1,300, 1,400 metres, um, but that close to the sea. So it's a steep up volcano part, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah, it is, as you can notice from, from this zoom-in picture. Yeah. And, and that was the duel, that bit. Well done, mate. Thanks. Okay, it's time to whap you on pause. We're going to go and make a cafetiere of this drink because it's the easiest way to do it up here. And we'll be back with you in just a second. And we're doing it at the farm and and we probably pause, maybe, yeah. record a little bit how we do that. So you see, it's very rudimentary. Cool. All right, back with you in a minute. Is this Hasta like an Uber boiler? Is this like an Uber boiler, Ali? No, no, this is the mega boiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go, you see. Open fire. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like our ice scales? They're good, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're very good. So while you're pressing that, Ali, you were just telling me about what you've done with some of the accommodation here. So you've like cleaned it up and slowly improving things. I mean, is that part of the plan to just kind of constitute consistently improve the farm because from the first time I came five years ago to now I think it's um, it's changed quite a lot yeah I've been trying to get more involved yeah and um, one of the so things five years ago when I first came how long have you been involved in the farm I mean it wasn't long was it no it was about two years right and what what I well El Salvador you need to live here or visit to understand it but a lot of the owners don't visit the farm they just send a manager. So in the beginning, I was coming here maybe once a week, and then I slowly started coming more often. My dad didn't want me to come alone, for example. He's like, don't go to the farm on your own. It's dangerous. And it is a Salvador, but at the end of the day, it's, it's something you need to look out for, like the whole property. So I started to get more involved. And the, the, Once, as an owner, you spend time here, you notice certain things and certain things that bother me. So it's like, Oh, this this shouldn't be happening, like because it's dangerous. They were storing chemicals inside the house, and that's a big no-no, you know, things like that. Like, so um, once you realize that, then you try to make, make try to make things better and improve, and so that's what we've been doing. Um, it's difficult, but it, no, just press. Ah. Every year we try, we've been trying to make it better, and um, so now we separated all the fertilizer far away all the gasoline we need or the fuel we need for some of the machines they're separate as well um uh, got, i got the people that live at the farm which are like three four people so depending on 
time of year, but I got them a table for, you know, so they can be comfortable with eating dinner, got them beds, um, uh, just little things that you don't notice until you start visiting and yeah. spending time with them, and then you realize like, oh, damn, I need... I, I, that would be I a small need, thing that made like better. Right, I need yeah, to yeah. improve conditions here and yeah. something that wasn't planned, but, you know, I mean, you notice, and then you want to make it better for them. Before we dive into coffee, I guess we should tell people why I'm here at the, why I'm here at this time of year. Oh, so Steve is on vacation, and holiday. Um, yeah, Definitely holiday. Yeah, and yeah. We, you saw the Christmas uh, bl uh, filter blend video that was in the pool, like chilling the tally. I think that was the only. Uh, I guess that was what, what uh, thirty minutes. That was the only time that he's been working. It was five minutes. That's all. Minute. Yeah, I mean. He's been on proper vacation. I've been making sure that he doesn't work and we spend time at the beach and at the house. And, and it's great to have Steve over here, so. Buddy. Best buddy. Right. Try the coffee. Should dive into the coffee. So, I don't drink a lot of French presses, but I mean, for here, this is a perfect way of brewing, isn't it? It's like, you can, you can screw it up a little bit and it'll let you off, so. And, and we're far away, so it's tough, so. Mm. And I think I love about French presses as well is the, the texture thing. You know, you really do get that texture of the coffee that you don't get with any others. You know, you do feel some of those vines coming through on the tongue. And this water is special too because this water actually comes from the farm, from a spring that we have way over there. Is it approved by Maxwell? That's what I was going to say. I'm not sure if it's Maxwell approved, but it's natural, natural spring water. Let's hope it is. Yes. Um, it's so, quite, quite a particular taste. The thing I remember about this coffee the most, and this is next year's crop, so you're tasting the, the like, it's not last year's, but it's the current crop. This is the coming crop, so it's the first stuff, and as Ali said, it's the last one they harvest, so this is super fresh. Super fresh. But what I remember about it the most is the aftertaste, and that texture of the French press with the black pepper aftertaste that comes through for me is like super prominent. Um, it really helps that texture because black pepper has that texture, doesn't it? When you you know you're eating it, and um, I, I I really like that. But it reminds me so much of the other Argentinas as well. It has that DNA of that milk chocolate smoothness, balanced. Like it's a bit of a crowd pleaser because nobody hates this coffee. Like okay, interesting. But yeah. you know, it, it it perhaps it wouldn't make somebody's like you know that's the best coffee I've ever had. But it's the most consistent coffee they've ever had because every time. I've got another one from Brazil called Cachoeiro, and I think you've tried yeah, yeah, I've tried that Cachoeiro. And, and I love that coffee, not because it blows my mind, it's because it's like this. It's consistent. But it was because it was the first coffee that you fell in love with. It was also that part, but I fell in love with it because it was that consistency, because it wasn't stupid tasting. You know, this has got a beautiful smooth milk chocolate thing running through it, but a beautiful black pepper on the aftertaste that makes it interesting. But it's not dominant, it's just sits there in the background. And, yeah, it's a great coffee. Okay, excellent. I'm not paying any more for it. <laughs> um, listen, Ali, thank you for joining me. Thank you for doing this at the last minute. It was uh, it was getting me out of a hole. I don't arrive back until the Tuesday, and this needs to be out on the Sunday, Monday, so um, it, it helps a lot. Thank you to the guys who are editing it for me as well. Um, yeah, and We're going to do a special with Steve at some point. Not this year, because we're uh, special. We're going to like shoot all the organic crap that we're doing at the farm. I look forward to and, it. Um, and you, know, you want to appreciate, you want to appreciate, no, you want to appreciate the smells, but I'm sure Steve's face will give you a sense of what it smells like. Aroma. So we'll go with that. Okay. Thank you, buddy. Um, All right. Thank you guys for watching. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.